Welcome to the Domestic Fuel Cast, a podcast devoted to news and information about alternative fuels and energy. Produced and hosted by Zimcom New Media. The fuel behind high food prices, oil versus bio. I'm your host, Laura McNamara. There are a substantial number of studies looking at the causes of high food prices, but the Farm Federation says it has recently released a report that promises something many other studies might not. Provide a comprehensive an objective assessment of the forces driving food prices. Neil Conklin, Farm Federation president, says the food fuel issue is one of the most important issues facing agriculture today. And that's why, he says, Farm Federation wanted to find what it calls the true factors behind high food prices. What we're hoping is that this report will provide policymakers, it will provide people with different on different sides of this discussion and debate with uh, a good baseline of objective uh, of objective information uh, in terms of what we do know about uh, the story behind rising food prices. We hope it will help to make a debate that's more driven by facts and somewhat less driven by emotion. So the Farm Foundation commissioned a team of three academics at Purdue University to take up the task. Wally Tyner, professor of agriculture economics, highlights what his team found. You can summarize it into three major categories. The first is global trends in production and consumption of agricultural commodities. The second um, has to do with sort of macroeconomic factors, the depreciation of the dollar. And the third has to do with biofuels. Um, and these are linked in some ways, but in some ways it's like a perfect storm of all these things coming together at the same time that has led to the huge run-up in prices. Some of the factors, he explains, have even been steadily developing in the same manner just as a storm cloud. In eight of the last nine years, global consumption has been greater than global production. Um, And what that means is that our stocks have been falling each year since the turn of the century. For the whole two decades of the 80s and 90s, we were in what you could call a surplus mentality. We had uh, stocks-to-use ratios of three months uh, or more, um, and now we're down to about 1.8 months of stocks in aggregate grains, and, uh, and some of them even less than that. And it's a record low. Add to that an actual severe storm and other weather-related stresses. In 2007, you have a few relatively minor weather shocks or crop disease problems that wouldn't have done anything in the 80s and 90s because stocks were so high. But by 2007, stocks were really, really low. Uh, and so these, these little events caused a huge upsurge in, in prices. Tyner says his team also found a direct relationship between high food prices and the strength of the dollar. The depreciation of the dollar is linked with, and, and I say linked because we really don't completely understand what's cause and what's effect, so, but it's linked with the rise of all commodity prices. Um, as the dollar has fallen, oil has risen, uh, the prices of gold and copper and nickel and rice and wheat and corn have risen. The agricultural commodities started rising a little later than the others, um, but um, uh, the the price of, of all these major commodities has moved up as the value of the dollar has moved down. So there's a strong link there. As for biofuels and their effect on high food prices? You have to ask several questions questions that are they're all linked but uh, the, the simple answer to 
the question of, you know, are corn prices higher because of biofuels? The answer to that is yes. Uh, it's mainly because of biofuels. Um, almost three-quarters of the growth in corn um, production in the last uh, three years has been for biofuels. So, yes, that's a big factor. But then you've got to dig deeper and say, okay, what is it that's driving the biofuels growth? Can you guess? Tyner says it comes full circle back to oil. The way it works is higher oil price means higher gasoline price. Higher gasoline price means more demand for ethanol because ethanol is a substitute for gasoline. Uh, And the higher ethanol demand means more plants get built, uh, ethanol plants, and they demand more corn. And more demand for corn means higher corn prices. In an effort to be quite clear, Tyner even puts it another way. You can go back to 2004 when oil was $40 a barrel and come up to early 2008 when oil was $120 a barrel. So oil tripled over that time period. Over that same time period, corn went from $2 a bushel to $6 a bushel. It increased $4 a bushel. Now, of that $4 increase in the price of corn, $1 was due to the U.S. subsidy on ethanol, and $3 was due to the higher oil price. For the Purdue team, clearly the driving factor behind high food prices is the high oil cost. But Tyner says that this direct of a relationship between the two is a first in his book. Um, I call this a revolution in American, and in fact in global agriculture, because historically there's been no link between um, energy prices and agricultural commodity prices. They've marched to different drummers. Uh, But today the price of crude and the price of corn are linked through the fuels market. And that's something new, and it's been a major driver in the growth in in biofuels. The real heart of the matter for the Farm Foundation is how the U.S. and its policymakers deal with these issues and challenges in energy and agriculture. Conklin says America's future depends on how legislators will act. Even though there are lots of interactions between all kinds of factors, crude oil prices, exchange rates, growing demand for food, slowing growth in agricultural productivity. One simple fact really stands out. Economic growth and rising human expectations are putting ever greater pressure on our global resource base. The real challenge for public and private leaders today is to identify policy choices that will help the world deal with those very real problems that are created by uh, rising food prices in a way that doesn't jeopardize our aspirations for the future. I'm Laura McNamara reporting. You've been listening to the Domestic Fuel Cast, the official podcast of DomesticFuel.com. Check out the website daily for the latest good news about the alternative energy industry.